Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 33 of the Hunger for the Hustle podcast, the magical number three. And just with that episode number, I just know that along with the guests I have for you today, it's going to be a great show full of greatness. My guest today, Beata, we share a lot in common. Fresh from the Power Voice Summit this weekend, and she did an absolutely fantastic job. Can't wait to talk about that. Beata is a transition coach and a coach for change, a speaker and a change maker. I've got to dig into that more. I love that. Beata won the 2019 Woman of Excellence Award, which is um, sounds very distinguishing. And we're going to be here today to talk about, you know, our usual to topic. We're going to be diving deep into the, the hunger for the hustle, but we're also going to be covering what it takes to move to a foreign country and, and, and stay there more than that, not just takes to get there. Leadership in challenging times and bouncing back from adversity. Beata, it's great to have you on the show. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me here, Jake. I'm honoured, seriously. It's my absolute pleasure. You know, we've been working with each other, you know, in our little Speaker Speak mastermind group, haven't we, and, and sharing our material. Um, and it's brought a lot of value to us and it was no surprise to me at all I was just waiting for it to be confirmed that you were picked for the Power Voice Summit and I do just want to congratulate you because you did do a fantastic Thanks. job um, I know just like you do it's not an easy thing to do it's quite nerve-wracking and uh, maybe you could just share with us you know what your about your experience of it Oh my gosh. Uh, well, it was quite of experience. It's almost like moving to foreign country that we're going to mm -hmm. talk about also because I, I love to speak, but speaking professionally, it's a little bit different. And speaking for Les Brown, it's like, you know, speaking up front of the gut and you want to do your best. So my experience is that just because so I was like 10 in the whole line and when i was ready for i mean couple minutes yet there was a person before me and then i supposed to talk and at some point i don't remember anything what i'm gonna say i don't remember anything so i had to calm down talk to myself like you do you are prepared you are practicing your prayer calm down you you just gonna do you and when i start talking yeah you could not stop me but it was scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, it's, it's funny, isn't it? Like, it's like, um, I've heard of the term writer's block. I'm sure you've heard of that. It, um, it's almost like speaker's block, isn't it? When uh, right. that happens to you right before you're about to speak, you, you can just uh, get a blank. And I know, I know Les Brown t tells about a story about when he was doing, about to do a speech once in his early days, and he got up and he said his mind sat down. So it, Sounds like that kind of happened to you there just before. But um, let me tell you, you would have never have known from, from the speech you delivered. And um, like you said, once you started talking, <laughs> you're like me, <laughs> which is why we both do podcasts, right? Uh, once you start talking, it's hard to get us to stop. <laughs> Thank you so much. And congratulations to you because you did it just a month ago. So, yeah. yeah and you were the opener. <laughs> I was the opener, yes, and that was a, a blessing and a, and a blessing and a curse in some respects. But yes, um, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to more speaking opportunities. You know, because and you you know as well as I do, you know you don't you don't speak for your own benefit. You know, if if you're doing that, then you just talk to yourself in the mirror all day, and uh, <laughs> that's not really why why we're here to do. It. We speak for the benefit of others and to help and inspire. And, uh, educate, motivate others, whatever your own kind of personal reasons inside that are. But um, yeah, I can't wait to speak more and, and have more of my voice heard and have the opportunity to help more people. Well, everyone has to start somewhere, yeah? So we are at the beginning of our, I think, beautiful journey, so. Mm, and what a place to start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah such, a, such a blessing. Now, Beata, let's... Um, Let's start at, at kind of what I'm going to go for as, as the start and, and talk about, you know, we've both, I, I moved to Australia from England five years ago. You moved from Poland to the States. I'm not sure how many year, years ago was it actually? Ten years ago. Ten years ago, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so almost double the time you've moved out of your, your country where you were 
born and bred in. Now, you know as well as I do, it's um, the physical side of it. We were just talking on off camera before. The physical side of it is you book the flight, you get there, you find an apartment, um, you know, you, you find some way of earning money, and, and of course the visa, which actually that can be quite challenging. Then. But there's there's a, a whole other chapter to that, and that's the, the emotional, the mental side of it. You know, you've got to make a whole new set of friends again. I know I found these things very difficult when, when I moved to Australia. Um, and I'd, I'd like to share, you know, I'd like to know more about how, how, how it went for you, the transition went for you. Absolutely. So I moved in 2011 and uh, I've been in US before. I've been in Colorado Springs where I'm living right now as well. I've been in Colorado Springs a couple of times. So this time it was not much different. I knew that I'm going to stay here for a year because I signed the contract for a year. And uh, that I give you a little bit of the story. So the reason why I moved from Poland, because I was running away basically from what I did not like, what my personal life was not going the way I planned. And when you plan your life, Life has better plan for you, so <laughs> stop planning that much. And so uh, this whole movement was about, I'm just gonna go away from Poland because Poland is not enough for me to heal and I'm taking break. And mm -hmm. I'm going to US, I loved out there and everything is beautiful, everything is awesome. I had a couple of friends, most, it's US, people are moving, yes, all the time. So I had, couple people that i used to know so i moved and as soon as i you know started my life here i found out that friends changed they got married disappeared moved again i felt lonely i felt lonely felt different and i brought the whole baggage that i didn't unpack back at in poland with me so the mental baggage was here and if you don't take care of your mental and emotional baggage nothing is gonna change in your life you're gonna just find different stuff that is bothering you different stuff that is making you unhappy so I was working in a hospitality business, beautiful five-star resort, but inside I was so not happy. I had apartment and was there staying alone. Did not really want to go and uh, meet new people because I was not in the right spot emotionally and mentally. Mm -hmm. And it was what I had to take uh, care of. So if you are planning on running away from your country because you don't like something, I would think twice. First, take care of what you don't like and then decide if you want to move because you're gonna take your stuff anywhere you go. And um, so, yeah, I, it, everything was different and except of my like personal issues and emotional issues, I found out that Poland and US that when before I was like, we are basically culture is similar. Oh, no, 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 we are not similar. And I found out that people in US are more sensitive. I don't know about Australia. So we Polish are very straight. And especially I think in my family, we I was taught to, to say my, my truth, where in US, sometimes it was crossing the lines and they were like, oh my gosh, how you could say that. So it brought me a lot of troubles as well. And when you work in hospitality, you have to really care what you are saying to your customers. So it was challenging. The whole change, the ad adjusting. So the adjusting part, wherever you go, is it moving physically or even moving emotionally from one relationship or changing the businesses or jobs. Actually, that transition is more about your inner adjusting, not really the physical stuff. So this mental and emotional adjustment transition was very challenging. I had to basically learn everything from the beginning. Uh, and you know, it's tough because you think you are someone, yes, I, I would love to hear 
what you think about that. You had some career before you moved, you did something. So you had some picture and my ego also. And now you have to start everything from the beginning. You have to start your career. You have to even like going to the post office or doing grocery. For me, it was different because English was not my first language. So a lot of words were new for me. So thank God for cell phones at that time already. So I could Google, yes. But sometimes I, I never forgot I was looking for... Uh, ceramic, I guess, and in Polish, it's totally different, but I thought that it sounds similar, but basically I was saying Polish word with American accent and the lady in the store was like, what? It's like, oh my <laughs> gosh, how you don't know this, yes? And then I Googled and, oh, I'm sorry, it's actually totally different word. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I had a lot of well, challenges, but sometimes it was also a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, a lot of fun. And, uh, I mean, I can relate to an awful lot of what you've just said. The only bit that was majorly different from me was, of course, well, you could question it, but in England and Australia, they both speak English. Now, in Australia, yes, they do speak English, but it's, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm still learning Australian, I can put it that way. There's lots of words, uh, the slang and, and the, you know, the accents obviously very different, particularly when you're, and you would be able to relate to this, of course, when you're with a bunch of maybe Americans or Australians and they're all, you know, they've known each other for years and they're talking in their lingo. Sometimes it just goes completely over your head what they're saying and you're like, hey, can you just slow down or could you say that again? It's uh, it's fun. But like you say, that, that part's more fun, I find, than, than a challenge, you know, because of course, in that challenge, you, particularly for yourself, you were forced to grow. I mean, what was your level of English like? Yeah. What was your level of English like before you moved to the States? Did you did you kind of know the basics or? No, I, I thought my English was excellent before I moved. <laughs> yes. That's like, oh, my gosh. I had interview. So mm. and I was hired so i mm. thought that my english as, is excellent but as soon as i moved i mean i've been here a couple times before so it was not like i was totally you know yeah. not familiar with uh, but when you start when you settle and you have to take care of stuff that you did not have to think before like you know the the utilities go and register your car and all this stuff that in your country it's like obvious or you just ask your mom or dad or friends and here you have to find out so mm -hmm. it, it yeah I, I thought that my english was awesome but then i found out that it's a lot of work still and the slang you know it's yeah. like i bro i mean now i i use it sometimes but it's like what what's this <laughs> yeah? yeah. and it's like oh my gosh or yeah, there was a lot of stuff that I was like, what are you saying? And they were asking me the same. Could you repeat? And the most important, I think, and it's important in business and life, what I learned through adjusting, don't take stuff personally. I did at the beginning. I was so aware about and sensitive about my accent when people, they were asking, I'm sorry, could you repeat? And I was like, how dare you? How you don't know what I'm saying? But really, it was my ego, and I was sensitive to to what I thought I'm not good enough. In. So, and same in business. Yes, when you do work, sometimes people are gonna tell you that they don't work, like your product, or maybe they are not as excited as you are, or they don't understand what you are really selling or offering. And it's also don't mm -hmm. take it personally. Take a feedback and improve learn grow uh, grow i think growth is the number one skill that that i i gained from moving from poland to yeah. united states yeah, yeah i couldn't agree more and if you just joined us folks we're talking about what it takes as an immigrant to move to a foreign country and not just to to move there but to actually stay there and it's something that me and beata have both shared and and done and um we've had a lot of growth through it and um, maybe maybe i would i would say actually i would not be the person i am today if i hadn't have moved countries um the opportunities just wouldn't have been presented to me and i wouldn't have been forced to grow in that way would you agree with that 
Absolutely. And you said, what does it take? Oh my gosh, it takes everything. It takes everything because uh, you also said you did not have family out there. Yeah, Your family stayed back in England. And yes, I, I had no well, I mean, yeah, my sister had lived here, but when I moved here, she oh. didn't live here anymore. And then she kind okay. of came back. But yeah, no, I didn't have my my, my whole family unit was, was back in the UK. I had a couple of friends, which is good. Um, but, you know, you have to, it's good to make friends and you can make friends with their friends, but you want to make your own friends, don't you? And you have to get out there and, and do that. And, but you know, exactly, it, it's push you, like it's push you out of your comfort zone. Right. You have to yeah. do it. I mean, you can stay, but I'm people person. So eventually yeah. I had to go and talk to new people because like I said, my friends, they moved. Some people changed and were not interested anymore in that kind of friendship. So, well, it was, it was different. It was very different, challenging for sure, but I would not change anything about that because like you said because of that it's what i do today and who i am it's without that experience it would not happen but if i can quickly uh tell you my experience with australians that uh visited ho the hotel that i worked in oh my gosh poor people and poor me I, it was like my, my first week i guess and i had no clue what they are saying and they were asking just, I guess, about water and butter, but yeah, one and like both, they sounded the same, butter, water, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. That and I was like, uh, I have no clue. And one more person asked me also, I have no clue what did they ask me, but I thought that they asked for laundry, so I connected them to laundry and they're taking the phone <laughs> and like, well, I don't know. And then I yeah. found out that they wanted me to connect them with some room. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of weird experiences, but today I laugh about that. Yeah, exactly. Now, something you touched on there is about, you know, business. And, and I know you started your own business since you, you moved to America. How long before you moved there did you, you start your, your business? So I... I worked in back in Poland. I started as a coach, but then my personal stuff happened and I stopped. Then I moved to US and had to take care of just my daily life. So I, I did not do what I was doing back in Poland. So I'm coach today, but then yeah. I stopped. And after, oh my gosh, I think I was. I had I was I had a coach for myself as a I was a client, but I stopped coaching because I was not in a good spot. And you cannot coach someone with you know to have better life if your life is miserable. So I have yeah, to go through that first. And um, I certified in uh, 2014 or 15 and i was working part-time and the end of 2015 i decided to go full-time in coaching and it's what i do since then but it without my personal story i would not do it it's because i had to become a client and it's how i found out that oh my gosh it's what i want to do i want to help people to see that positive change is possible they don't have to wait like i did for some crushing moments emotional uh, you know issues to address what needs to be addressed you can create positive uh, change and actually change which is usually scary it's not nothing else than another opportunity that you can see when you are inside of the frame yes because you cannot see the picture as les brown says you cannot see the pictures from the inside of the frame yeah. so that's how it kind of came about the start of your life coaching your beata life coaching i've it's it's kind of you 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 were a client yourself you needed some help in that regard and you thought wow this has really changed and 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 changed my life Absolutely. so why not it, it yeah. changed my but, life totally yeah yeah that's great. It's great that you were so inspired by the help you got to then trans transform that to helping other people. That's brilliant. So what have your kind of um, 
I always like to ask the challenges of, of any business because I find, you know, as we've just talked about, about moving countries there, you know, the challenges is, is where you really get the most growth. So what kind of challenges have you had with your business so far? Oh my gosh. At first of all, my challenge was to become entrepreneur because I did not, I was not born in the family. I was probably the, I am the first probably entrepreneur in my family. So I did not have that background. It was mentally challenging. Like a lot of time I had doubt, can I do it? Can I do it? But then you just have to decide and you know, you have to take a risk. And I decided, yes, I, I want to do it. I want to help. And if I want to help, I have to just go fully into it. And uh, then, well, probably it's in all businesses, we've, it's, my product is not tangible really. So it was challenging for me to show people what I'm offering. And my mistake, I think, was that I was trying to do it on my own because I'm independent. Yes, so I can do it. I can do whatever. But I would not suggest that. If you are not sure, reach out to professionals, reach out to business coaches, to someone who already walked your, your uh, path and, and just ask for help. So I was trying, I think, for a little bit too long to figure out uh, who is my target? And again, I can do it alone. No, you cannot do it alone. And uh, yeah, I think it was the and technology. Oh my gosh, you already know. I already talked to you. About, I, I really, me and technology, we are not best friends. So I, it was <laughs> it was challenging for sure. Figuring out the apps, uh, the the yeah, the stream yards, and all of this. And the, <gasps> And then, and then it's all, it's all good. Like you figured it out, but then when so you're like, okay, I can do this. I've got it figured out. But then when something goes wrong, you're like, oh no. <laughs> and then, you know, before you learn, sometimes change, everything changes. And you think that you have figured this out and okay, then you have to figure this out again. And it's just another way to learn. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it is another way to learn. I, I call it a baptism of fire. Just throw yourself in at the deep end, you know, get get amongst it all, and that's probably the quickest way to figure it out. Of course, you know, you could do uh, a range of courses or even better than that, like you you said, ask for help, ask someone who's already doing it, ask how they do it. Yeah, or um, the, delegate it to someone else who really enjoys yeah. this part, yeah. Yeah, because it's yes. a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I think considering you, um, you know, you made that admission that you're not great with technology. I mean, you still you still produce fantastic content. So maybe we could touch on that. Do you do a lot of it yourself, or do you do you have a lot of other people to to take care of it for you? Oh no, I, I still do a lot of stuff on myself. You know, as a small business, I, I mean, I speak for myself, but people that I know also as a small business, many times we do more on yeah by ourselves yeah you got it right particularly when things are in the early days and the money's not coming in you have to you know wear all the hats and, and oh, do yeah. all, the, all the different jobs especially in the early days oh yeah you just do it and you are you know some i don't know if i can say that words here you know but sometimes you're gonna be pissed off but you still have to I do it <laughs> <laughs> it's fine there's no there's no parents or or teachers to tell us off here <laughs> yeah um yeah you can you can get you pissed off for sure um but it's important to just write it out remember why you're doing it stay committed and in, in your case you know as a life coach it's you know you're there to to help others um if you stop doing it then there's a lot of people that are gonna Need, uh, getting your help now and they will need your help in the future of course so yeah it's uh it's in it's important for sure now we're gonna we're gonna switch straight from the challenges to to the wins i want to tell i want you to share you know some big wins in your in your business as you oh, while you've been a life coach of course so challenges are always there but wins it's what actually confirms that what you do you do right and it's just confirmation that your whatever your mission is is what it's just confirmation also for me that my clients wins 
are the confirmations that I do what I do right and uh, that I should stay because I, I'm sure, I mean, I don't know about you, but a lot of entrepreneurs, when stuff gets tough, we doubt ourselves and like, really, what I was thinking, do I, can I really do it? And when this customer's wins or client's wins comes and what I enjoy the most is seeing my clients changing, going from being stuck or being afraid of change to creating change in their relationships, in their life, businesses. And that's so funny, but most of my clients, they come with personal stuff. But at the end, they they are just become entrepreneurs. Basically, really, like all my clients, they are opening some kind of businesses at the end of our coaching. It's like, oh my gosh, maybe I'm supposed to be a business coach or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're both. You can be both. Oh, absolutely. Well, all is the mix, but sometimes business coach is not really what I want to focus on. But yeah, and it's one of the wins. It's seeing your clients. The other wins is seeing my company growing and seeing that my name is getting, people are recognizing me. And I do also meaningful conversations that you will be also on i'm so excited for that uh, the show and i do it for a year and at the beginning i had oh my gosh i had to find people ask would you like to so i was like searching constantly and now i don't have to do it people are coming to me and say i would love to be on your show it's like, oh my gosh, Beata, you are really famous. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> but <Really> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. it's just good. confirmation that I do something right. Yes. So it's another win. I just like to know that what I'm producing is helping people grow and it's helping people. I'm impacting people. It's my mission. It's my it's what I love to do positive change, positive impact. And that's why I also started coaching, speaking, because it's another way to get to more people and impact more people. Yes, absolutely. And and I think um, it's interesting what you said there, that a lot of your clients then go on to start their own businesses. I was speaking to someone, uh, a guest who I've got later on in, in the week who helps me out with a lot of my technical stuff. And he said, you know, particularly relating to e-commerce, but this is like this time now is like the gold rush for e-commerce businesses, you know, for people who are already have one or are already starting one. And it's been caused by by pandemic, really. So I think it's a it's a time of challenge, but great opportunity, particularly for for e-commerce businesses. So it's, it's no surprise to me that a lot of your clients are inspired by yourself and that you're an entrepreneur and that you had to work through a lot of challenges to, to get there, particularly if, you know, your clients are American, they're going to see you and think, well, um, you know, Beata did it and she moved all the way from Poland and did it. So why can't, why can't I do it if this is already, you know, the place I was born and bred? But isn't it, it, and I mean, I see it now, but I don't know if you agree. Like I didn't see it before. I've seen me being from different country as an obstacle, but actually it was advantage. It is and, an advantage, yeah, because yeah. you're exclusive right and you too yeah like you came from it doesn't matter that basically it's the same language for you but it's changed coming across the ocean and start new life in new country it's not easy so and it takes a really strength strong mindset to do it and you know a lot of inner strength it does. It does take a lot of commitment. Um, right. And I think, you know, you, you are exclusive and you have some great value because some people like your accent, you know. Some people hear you talk. I'm sure this has happened to you. People go, I love your accent. Where are you from? <laughs> All the time. And, and again, when I was working in hospitality, when you hear it like thousand times a day, it's like, oh, my gosh. So it's, it's also a funny story because I had a lot of people from Chicago and uh, – of course, I don't know if you know, Chicago is like another Poland. There is a, a mm. lot of Polish people, uh, a lot of community, huge community. So when I knew that, or I mean, when I 
someone told me about that and then i was asking oh you have accent where are you from and i was saying from chicago <laughs> yeah. oh okay you gotta have some fun with it right yeah guys if you're just joining us my guest today is beata and we've been talking about business and what it takes to survive and thrive in business and the challenges of moving to another country now something i'd like to talk to you about now Beata, which i know this is something that you 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 uh, kind of a main focus you could say of your life coaching which is leadership and particularly leadership in in challenging times so perhaps you could share with us some information on 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 leadership and how particularly challenging times i mean wow 2020 it's it's been a challenging time if you if you're living and breathing in this time it's been pretty challenging for you in one way or another so perhaps you could tell us a bit more about leadership in that time because i think it's really important that people have great leaders in the time absolutely well i love leadership and i had to learn it early as well but i think sometimes there is this misunderstanding we think that other we have to follow other people's follow the leaders but actually leadership starts with us the leadership starts always with you you have to first lead yourself before you lead people in your company or wherever you are a leader in so i'm from poland and i was born in tough times and I was I had to learn pretty quickly to lead myself and lead my future if I don't want to stay where I am. I knew that I want, don't want to stay there. So it takes decisive mindset. I think number one, as a leader, you have to have a decisive mindset, strong mindset, independent thinking, which I always highlight to my clients and we work on that a lot because you have to make decisions for you first and for your company, but you have to communicate to your people. And if you are, if you have just your family, you have to communicate to your family in the way that they understand that the change that is coming is good. So you have to be visionary as well. So the vision, like 2020, it sucks. Like we, we, there's no doubt, no, nobody would like to live like that for next years. Yes. We don't know how much longer, but so, but change happens every day. Same with what is going on right now. It's going to end eventually, or we're going to adjust this to this new normal with every single day, every single day you go through change and we don't even see it or feel it because it's just part of life and i especially leaders they have to admit and explain to their employees that we are getting into yeah like 2020 okay it's gonna be challenging but we're gonna do it and i have vision for us and i believe in you because the leader needs to believe in him or herself as well but again, it has to start with you. You have to be good leader for yourself. You have to make decisions quickly, have a strong mind, mindset, adjustable mindset. I, I often say unbeatable mindset like athletes because you have to adapt quickly, make decisions and move forward. You mm -hmm. cannot keep yourself and your people in the unknown because they are already scared they don't know you have to be strong to show them the direction the vision that you have for your company or you even your family because in the family someone needs to be a leader as well yeah yeah i totally agree and a lot of the things you just said yeah, communication is the other thing you have to communicate yeah. everything directly yeah. be honest yeah, I'll tell you what, that's something I'll be honest and say I've learned. That's something I've been learning a lot recently to be better at communicating. And um, to communicate ahead of time, I think, is important as well. It's a great skill uh, as a leader. I can identify as being a leader. You know, I have my own business. And um, like you know, it involves many, many moving parts and many people to make it happen. And what do those people need? They need a good leader, as you said, one who makes decisions quickly. 
um, very quickly. I think it's the better, the quicker you can make a decision, the more powerful it is. Because um, in that, when you're in that space of just questioning and and then not too sure and indecisiveness, that can then lead to a bit of procrastination and. You know, not making a decision is actually making a decision in itself, and it certainly doesn't lead to, to productivity. Well, if your people see you undecisive, you lost their trust because they are already out. Well, if he doesn't know how we know that we're going to succeed. Yeah. And the other thing is, I think we I did not mention, you have to be willing to take the risks. It's necessary as a leader. Have, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I know that one. And the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward, right? Um, yeah, I really, really do 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 know about that. I, mean, I think it's important, like on the leadership thing, it's like you always led with, and your main point was there that you have to lead yourself first. You know, if you don't lead yourself, then you're going to end up lost. Then what are you expecting? What's the expectation then of your team and the people who are following you? They're also going to get lost as well. And, um, yeah, it's probably not a good path to go down. <laughs> no, and the other thing which I believe it's uh, important for leaders in a business and in private life, it's uh, managing yourself. You have to manage yourself first before you start talking to people, especially about, I'm talking about emotions. I had many, so I don't call leaders that are not leaders, so I call them bosses because we have bosses and we have leaders. The bosses are the one that they have huge egos and they yell and they point out at you that it's always your fault. Don't they think, take responsibility for whatever change happened or good or bad, whatever. They, they, I mean, they take advantage of the good stuff. They say, it's me, but something is not going right. They're going to say, you. I, I had bosses like that and I, I was always like, oh my gosh, I want to shake them, take responsibility for yourself, yes? And um, you can sometimes say it. And I'm Polish, so if I said it, I was in trouble. <laughs> and, yeah, but you have to manage yourself first. Mm. You, are, you're, you have a bad day. It's not your employee's fault. It's not your customer's fault. Go to the mirror and talk to yourself first. Like, what is the real reason behind that? So yeah. manage yourself first before you approach someone else. Yeah, you're right. Like, you know, take that responsibility and own it. You know, if someone made a mistake, okay, let's, everyone makes mistakes, they're human. Why did they make the mistake? Perhaps you didn't interrupt them properly. Perhaps you didn't give them the right amount of information for them to be able to make the the, the correct decision but you know if it's your business your project then that lies with you wholly and truly and responsible like the responsibility stops with you and i think and that, be open for feedback yes like come on be open yeah for yeah there's always you know there's i once heard um tony robbins say something about business he said that you know, there's always two there's always two parts to your business that you need to constantly be working on where your business is at now, and that's how, you know how are you serving your customers now? What's their experience of of your whatever you're providing? And then where is your business? You know, in the future, you've got to think about where is it going, where is it heading, and, and where where is it going to end up eventually? What's your goals and aspirations? Which is something I'll be asking you about in a minute. Actually, you know, there's always you've always got to keep those two parts of it flowing and growing and. Um, yep. So you can carry on providing a better experience because particularly in, in the world that we live in now with uh, technology and how fast it's moving and how things are changing, uh, you've got to keep up with it. Otherwise, uh, I always like to say, like, you've got to keep evolving or you, you risk becoming extinct. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, Tony Robbins says, and I love Tony Robbins also. Right, he said, if you do something over and over and you don't see the results that you want, change your approach. It's okay. Change your approach. So, and, but don't give up. I, I love, there is a motivational uh, speech on YouTube and he talks about that. I love that. He said, take responsibility for everything and change your approach. It's like two, two top things that he talks about. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's great. He's, I don't think I've ever come across someone who's so, gregarious and just uh just has a big just a, such a big presence i mean he's a big man right so he has a physically a big presence but he really commands that presence in in kind of the emotional emotional state as well yeah he's a, he's I, a did, 
I did uh, like online program with him a long time ago, probably like 2013 strategic interventions. And we had like on calls, like Zoom calls. I don't know what was at that time, but oh my gosh. Yeah, he is such a nice person, but also <clears throat> such a strong personality. It's <clears throat> amazing. Yeah, the way he just um, gets what's going on with people straight away after maybe yeah. talking to them from 30 yeah. seconds a minute. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he doesn't even have to talk to people, he just looks at them. He, that's how yeah. you know he's someone who's deeply, deeply in tune with themselves, their emotions, and, yeah. and so so much so that they can read others in, in almost instantly. It's, uh, because yeah, he's expert in what he does and it's the other thing that leaders we need to do we need to work and educate us, ourselves in what is our niche what is your expertise on so mm. do not ever stop learning yeah never stop never stop learning right every day is truly a school day and that pertains again to to this time you know there's always new methods of of marketing and of advertising coming out always new new technology to help you with that um which you know there's a thing called shiny object sy syndrome have you ever heard of shiny object syndrome where it's yeah. like yes. yeah like yeah, you, yeah. You, all the tools because obviously everyone always wants you to use their software and their tools and, and whatever they're providing but um yeah so there's a lot to learn but it's picking the right things that are going to work for you and assimilate well with your business and your your team leaves us as a good um, good segue uh, Beatus what what are your goals and, and aspirations for for your you know Beata life coaching for the business well as I said at the beginning I'm moving into speaking so my big goal for 2021 and other years is to get myself on the real stages I hope we're gonna go back a little bit at least to this what was before that I can because I really like the direct connection being on stage and connect with people right now I'm learning how to do it through virtual stages which is challenging because it's more difficult to to get the connection like and keep it going but this is my goal for 2021 and further one of my goals to go from Beata life coaching to Beata life coaching and speaking so i think i'm on the right track i want to also uh, through speaking i want to get to larger number of people i want to impact influence leaders especially because my main thing in my coaching is mindset and i think everything starts from thinking and i want to influence and impact masses not just couple of people but the masses and I know that change is good and change is possible. And I'm just going for it. Yeah, I love it. And um, I, I'm completely with you. And I know you, you're in our, in our little speaker speak group. We're going to do our summit there. And it's only going to, it's naturally, I think it's actually a really fortuitous time for us to be in the space and have started our speaking on the virtual stage. Because you're right, you know, you don't get the interaction with the crowd as much um it's of course it's not live and i mean it's it really is kind of a bit of a world away from from the real stage i guess i mean i've never done it but from when i see other people do it seems like that but it's the great it's a great place to start and to Absolutely. get from the, and the you know, that the the well what they say that actually virtual stages is the future yes so i'm glad that we are learning that right now but still hope for different real stages and maybe travel a little bit it'll come it'll come, it'll come. I, I believe we'll share the same stage one day yes. oh oh my gosh i would love that yeah yeah, yeah. i keep thinking about all these all the people you know in the, in the thinking into results group in the speaker speak group in the power voice group and like one day it's going to happen that you're going to get all them people in one room <laughs> it's just going to be it's going to be some wow factors some high energy in that room so to handle it <laughs> yeah we just have to find a country in the middle probably to yeah <laughs> europe australia us <laughs> yeah. yeah i'd happily come to the us it's been a while since i've been there and uh yeah yeah got a lot of new friends there that i'd like to meet you included yeah, well, there's a lot of people in colorado now that you know so come on mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll come over there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the invite. We'll make it happen once this world opens up a bit more and you can get on the planes again. That's right. Beata, let's talk a little bit about bouncing back from adversity. Now, I know that might seem a bit of a switch from what we've been talking about here, but I know it's something that you like to talk about and it's encompassing in what you do. And I think it's very important and poignant at this time. A lot of people are going through adversity. Uh, I'm sure you've, you've been through adversity yourself, as have I, and it's important to know and, and give people the tools to be able to bounce back from it. What a great question. So bouncing back from adversity is nothing else like, first of all, you have to get oriented where, where you are, why, why you think that, why you believe this event that is happening is not good. So number one that I would suggest is get clear on where you are and how did you get here? It's how we start all, all my uh, sessions with my clients. How did I get here? Because you come with some problem that you see as a problem. It's not always, not always a problem, but our stories in our heads, we like to create it and make it complicated. Mm -hmm. So again, now question number one, how did I get here? And where do I want to go? Because if you don't know where you are going, it doesn't really matter what you're going to do. And probably if you don't know that, you're just going to stay stuck where you are. And the second question is, have confidence. Have confidence that whatever is happening, you are able to figure this out. And I'm sure because people usually come and say, oh, no, I it's, it's the end of the world. And I've been there. I know the panicking. I don't know what to do. I don't know what is the next step. But I always seek for evidence. If you say no, tell me that you ne there is no other person in the world that went through the same adversity and they never could, never could really overcome this. Or say, tell me your life story. And in your life story, usually there is so many adversities that you could overcome. If you could do it once, you can do it again. Just have this confidence. Again, uh, Bernard, uh, Brandon Barchard, he always says, confidence is nothing else than belief that you will be able to figure this out. It can be on your own, or maybe you need to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And number three, have courage to take actions. And one of the actions can be actually can actually be orientation. Can I do it on my own? What is in my power? Is it this change, whatever happened, this adversity? Is it in my control or is not? Because if it's not one, maybe you have to let it go. Or maybe, like we were talking, maybe we have to take different approach. So this is the free simple. It's it sounds complicated, but it's simple. We make it. Our minds make it complicated because we are scared of change. And I, I just want to quickly also mention, change is just an event. It's it. We we think that it's so many things but it's just an event that happened or is gonna get happened and you know it usually we know it in the inside or if you have a company you see it coming but we are avoiding to face it and transition that we talk about is again the inner process or adjustment that you have to do either in your company or in your personal business so whatever adversity you are going through and one of my best tools that I was taught to use when I was in challenging times is journaling. When you start writing down what is going on in your life, you're going to find quickly that it's not that difficult or that challenging, that you know what to do or you know where to go and ask for help because doing it on your own sometimes is not worth it. No. no, it's not worth it. And I think that's a that's a great point to wrap up what you've just said there with is it's it's not, you know, this time we're in, 
just ask for help people if you need it it's it, that's what it's there for you know it's not it it's not always easy to sometimes the hardest part of getting help can actually be asking for it and probably that's often the case actually i would say um you know a lot of us are going through the adversity in this time it's hard to go through but it's even more difficult if you if you're going to go through it on your own so yeah find a type or a mentor oh my gosh i i'm sure you know this yeah mentors are the best and because they oh, yeah. also bring a tribe for you they're gonna show you that you are not alone and you don't have to go through it and people are really open to help you just yeah have. and and it doesn't even have to be someone that you speak to or ask that's ideal and it doesn't yeah. even have to cost you anything you know go to youtube find someone that you that, that that speaks to you when you listen to them, that when you listen to them, you go, you know, I feel like he's speaking to me so, or, or she's speaking to me, you know, speaking to my heart, you know, for me, that was, uh, was Les Brown. Um, we've talked about Tony Robbins. I know Oprah does some great stuff as well. There's lots and lots of people out there that, you know, um, through listening to their, their messages and, and their story, you can find a bit of, bit of relief in yours and, and, and yeah, the help and mentorship you need. Yes, and especially in these times, I think it's it's awesome time to work on your mental toughness. It's really important to have strong mindset for times like that because it's just one of adversity that we are going through. We don't know what is next, but if you are ready today, and I'm not saying that it's going to be easy. I'm just saying that it's going to be worth it because you yeah. internally you'll be more prepared. Mm, yes yeah you're right absolutely that's a great thing to say it's not going to be easy but it's going to be worth it and when you know it's worth it and what you're doing it for which relates back to what you said at the beginning you know where am i at and where am i going you know and in in answering those questions you're going to find out exactly where you are and, and where you want to go and where you're going and uh, and the reasons for wanting to go there which which can carry you through the, the tough times of of ups and downs of the roller coaster of life. Excuse me. Someone needs you. <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's give three hot tips from you to the audience and a book recommendation. I would love to get a book recommendation. I'm sure you're uh, a reader. Um, but three hot tips to someone you know who's it's up to you how you how you want to answer that of course you know three hot tips perhaps in this time or three hot tips for anyone who's looking to to start their own business well number one tip for starting your own business is do not wait i was waiting for too long do not wait to start today is the best day to start and maybe it's just the idea that you need i i don't know in what point you are with starting your business but to start you have to start instead of waiting and we i think a lot of people and i was there too again i have to admit i was waiting for too long because i was paralyzed by fear and self-doubt that's why i just have to repeat find a mentor that will have bigger vision for you and see farther than you can see from where you are today, mentor that already walked your uh, walk. First of all, walk his talk or her talk, and is where you want to be. And three, do not be afraid to to seek and take different path than your people or that people around you. You know, because very often we look. We want to open a business and we ask our friends, what do you think? If they are on the same level of awareness as you and they are scared as well, they are not going to be a good advisor. So if you ask for doing something different, you have to ask different people and do a different approach. Hmm. Yeah, no, great hot tips. And, and a book recommendation, what are you reading at the moment that you think um, is a good, well, good well, I, I read couple books at the same time, but for a business, I reason, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I read couple books at the same time. Uh, I don't know um, Power of Awareness right now. I I read that one. Um, Stella Adler is, but for the business point, I I would recommend that. It's Simon Sinek's Dark 
of why. It's for leaders, business owners, entrepreneurs. It's just about you and what, what it does it take to be entrepreneur, be a leader, and to stay on that path. Because sometimes it's tough to stay. Sure is. Sure is, but it's worth it. And uh, it was a lot, lot, of fun it. a lot of fun to be had too, right? Yeah. So I always read, you know, a couple uh, books that help me grow mentally. And at the same mm -hmm. time, I read something what helps me with my business. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I I tend to want. I tend to like to read some kind of fiction, something that's going to help me. That's you know, obviously factually based. Actually, has happened, and then I like to often read something that's non-fiction at the same time. So it's just like a little bit of fun, somewhere to escape. To. <laughs> what is your favorite fiction movie? Um, favorite fiction would have to be got one right here, Terry Pratchett. It's kind oh. of. I don't it's know. Kind of a, it's kind of a mixture between Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, but for adults. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I love it. Um, right, we're going to go into some rapid-fire questions. Okay. These are always pretty fun, and I haven't given you them before, but uh, let's go there. What is your fear, Beata? My fear... Mm. I don't know if I have fears anymore, but right. If you don't have any, brilliant. <laughs> That's fine. We'll leave it there. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure I do have one, but I try to always look at fears as a challenges. So I think my biggest fear is right now. I, but it's not really fear, but kind of doubt if mm. I will reach level like Les Brown's level uh, in speaking. Of course, you will. Of course you will. Just takes time, and uh, time and tenacity. I think is the way to put it. Um, and I hope I do too. <laughs> what is your? <laughs> you will. You will. <laughs> <laughs> Describe yourself in three words. The magical number three. Magical number three. Uh, unstoppable. Unpredictable and courageous love it love it powerful woman love it <laughs> i'm now going to ask you some really random questions here but they're okay. good fun do you believe in aliens of course <laughs> you're the first person who's gave me that response when i asked that i love it <clears throat> you do you uh yeah yeah, yeah. why not uh i i I think there's a lot more unbelievable things going on in this world than, than aliens, so so why not? <laughs> I, I really believe, like, uh, my imagination is really out there. Like, I believe that aliens, they really are walking between us, but we just don't know, yeah? Mm, mm, maybe, yeah maybe I'm an alien, maybe you're an alien. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? It's a, great, it's, a great, uh, it's a great thing to think about. Mm, spooky. It's good ties well with Halloween. In fact, on that note, do you believe in ghosts? Of course. I think I saw couples. Really? Yeah. Would you like to tell us about it? Sorry? Would you like to tell us about it? Well, well, it, it's I, I don't know how to explain it because I don't know mm. if it happened or it's just my imagination, but I believe I, I've seen like it's more like feeling than seeing. Like when you feel the energy, yeah. and like it was like someone touched my my arm, sure. yeah, my shoulder, and I turn and no one was there, but I can swear that someone did this, and mm. I don't know, not, not, I did not get scared. I'm not afraid of that stuff. So I think, I think it was a good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good ghost, friendly, friendly ghost. Yeah. Um, yeah, last question I, I'm, I'm going to ask you on these these wacky ones is, if you were stuck on a desert island, what are the three things that you would need to have with you? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it takes time. First of all, I would not like to be stuck there because I like options. But <laughs> if I would be stuck, okay. I would like to 
have a knife so I can oh. hunt my food. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to have uh, is there, there uh, internet available or not? <laughs> mm, I'm gonna say no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I would like to have a bottle, empty bottle, piece of paper and a pen. So, oh, it's more than three things. Okay. Mm, oh, it's okay. We could class. No, yeah, that's definitely four things. <laughs> okay, I will find something else in, instead of pencil, just bottle, piece of paper. Mm. So I can send a message, you know. Yeah. In a bottle in the ocean, like in the movies. That's a, that's a good, that's a really smart point, actually. I asked a few people that, and no one's uh, gave me an answer that would lead to them perhaps being able to get off the island. Yeah, so, so knife for hunting, uh, let uh, something to write the letter and put it in uh, in the bottle and send it as a message. Love it, fantastic. I'm sure it's never going to happen, and frankly, let's hope it never does. Beata, I've put all your links where people can find you in our comments. But do you just want to run through that yourself, just so people can find out more about you? Sure. Um, the best way to find me is um, Facebook and just Beata, B-A-T-A. -A. So I have two last names, but you can see it on the screen. S-E-W-E-R-Y-N, Hafinated the Read. Yes, I kept my last name. I love my last name. <laughs> and so it's Beata Severin Read, and it's how you can find me on Facebook, on Instagram. And my website is just, it's easier. It's just BeataLifeCoaching.com, B-E-A-T-A, LifeCoaching.com. Brilliant. I bet you're glad that you got that domain name. Sorry? I bet you're very glad that you got that domain name and it was available. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beata, it's been wonderful to have you on the show. I've really enjoyed spending this time with you today. Thank you for coming on and giving me your, your time and energy, um, particularly pretty, pretty late in the evening. Thank you so much. It was an honor. Thanks to everyone for listening. Our friend Aaron has been listening and he's been giving us some great feedback on the side. So, Hi, Aaron. Thanks to everyone else who's listening. There's some of the, some technical issues at the moment. I can't see all the comments, but I'm getting on to that. But thank you all for listening, and I'll be back again tomorrow with another episode. Take care, Beata. See you, everyone. See you. Bye.